In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. The champion must Everybody, how's it going, DYM Nation, Dimwit, Dimwit Nation? Uh, I this is your favorite podcast of all time, and I am one of your hosts, Sean Donnelly, and joined by my very amazing co-host wow. Andrew Fiore, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thanks, Dutchy. I appreciate that. The cool breeze appreciates <laughs> the nice words from Dutch. Appreciates. I can't even say words appreciates. right. Appreciates for a broadcaster. I really don't speak good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? A little uh, Misfits T-shirt on there? I sure do, my oh, buddy. Misfits. One of I'm my. Not, I'm not a diehard, but I, I love. I, I'm you know I dig the Misfits, man. I I, I, I got, got them on my Spotify. I had a couple albums when I had CDs, <laughs> and you know. Yeah, I got into them when I was a real young punk, and I finally got to see them at the Garden last October about Jesus Christ about a year ago now holy shit that went by quick it was like right yeah, around Halloween and it was just yeah that's almost they play all the hits Jeez. and they sound great it's just so much fun and was and what's his name was there right uh, yeah original lineup Glenn Danzig uh, Johnny Von Halloween or whatever the hell their, <laughs> their names are <laughs> but it was super fun man and it's also hilarious to see uh, all the people who liked the misfits when they were 13 grow up and st- to, and still go to the show in their like misfits gear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like, some people what? who never let it go and just became were, adult versions of that. Were they like cosplaying misfits? Like were they it's in like cosplay without the, uh, without the cause or no, no, they have the cause, but they're not playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're like, this is me. I'm this just is this me. guy. And I'm just God bless guy. them. Shawnee. Uh yeah, go for it. I, I I was talking about that the other day. Like I guess you wouldn't consider Misfits fans metalheads, but it's like kind of like punk no, rocky type. Yeah, but um, punk, yeah, not metal. I wouldn't call. I it was that. thinking this Nobody about it, metalheads. I don't think I've ever met a metalhead I didn't like. I, I didn't. I've never met a metalhead. Generally nice people. Generally nice people. Yeah. And my my theory about them is that they get all the aggression out dancing to 100%. heavy metal music, and then they're just kind of just. You know, completely calm, cool as collected. After the <laughs> cool as cool breeze. Cool as cool breeze can be. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it's funny. I used to go to a lot of punk and hardcore shows when I was a kid growing up. And it was always really funny that you'd see just these normal dudes go to town in the pit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They were getting out some... That was their therapy, basically. Yeah, and then afterwards, they'd just be like, so, what are you doing this weekend? Are you uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, just drinking some tea and maybe yeah, you know, reading they a punch, book? They punch some dude in the face, and then you walk <laughs> right. to the bar and go, oh, excuse me, I had to get a drink. Excuse me. Pardon me. Pardon me, sir. I had to get a uh, drink for myself. Not at all. <laughs> Remember, back then, it probably was the same thing in Jersey. In Long Island, they had all, like, the the under-21 nights at the clubs that was oh, like yeah. the, the punk nights and the, and the rock band nights where it was like, you would go and it would just be like soda and juice or whatever, orange juice. Oh yeah. But, this was 
a lot of straight edge hardcore shows too. So oh it, yeah, like, they'd be in the afternoon, you know, like four p.m. start, you know. And yeah. they'd be in like uh, they'd be in like church gymnasiums and all sorts of <laughs> like I saw sick of it all in a basement in some dude's house in, in Jersey. No, oh, okay. But I saw a bunch of like uh, I saw a bunch of those old hardcore bands, Strength Six Nine One. I they people would put put on shows in their parents' basements, and we would pack them in and be just sweaty teenage angst, fun and fast guitar riffs. And I loved it, man. It was so it's much fun. fun. We used to go to a place. I used to. I've mentioned it on the show. I used to skateboard when I was like sixty pounds lighter. I was never so great at it. I was kind of just <laughs> kind of regular at it. I wasn't that good at it. But I um, we would go to a place called the UN that was in. Hempstead oh, yeah, in 52nd Street, right over here. No, no, no. Yeah. United Nations. <laughs> we would go to the actual United Nations and just. <laughs> We'd all the uh, representatives <laughs> from different countries. No, we'd go to a place called the UN and they had, they had like a um, pyramid, like to skate on. And then they'd have like rock shows later in the night. Like it was like, like kind of badass, cool. dude. Yeah. It was like actually cool. Like I was, yeah. you know, I'm, I was never cool in my life. I was talking to a friend of mine about this last night. <laughs> I was never cool, but the shit I was into as a teenager was cool. Like it's right. like that, like like I, the skateboarding world. I feel the same. A lot way. of stuff left over from the skateboarding world in the nineties is like like look at Supreme. Supreme is high fashion now. Vice is its own a news network now. Supreme like, skateboarding brand. Uh, Supreme the skateboarding brand is like. Oh, I didn't know that was okay. It's basically high fashion, like it, pretty much. Right, like, right, right. They do that. They do that supply and demand thing where they only uh, they only have X amount of things for the month, and once they're sold out, they're sold. They create like demand out of it. Yeah, yeah. And that's, they have that's a smart they technique. Going, they have like runway shows and shit, and it's all like overpriced and you know whatever it is. Yeah, I've never had the uh, any sub- supreme gear. I never had any either. Taco and supreme I, is. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> 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 I got a couple of chalupas. That's all I got. Okay. Um, I the only thing I one thing I always wanted to get was they had this hoodie that had like the supreme logo in the center of it. And there's a place called Stadium Goods that has sneakers. It's it's kind of like um. Shout out Stadium Goods. Yeah, Stadium Goods is a great place. Uh, it's like one of those like Cosimon places. I think where people like give them their sneakers, they sell them, and they split the profits. But um, the crazy part is that I uh, they had the sweatshirt that I wanted as like a teenager there, and I was like, oh, uh, and I looked at it, six hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of here. Six hundred dollars for Holy a hooded, man. a really high quality hooded sweatshirt, but still a hooded sweatshirt. I don't care how high quality it is. <laughs> 600 With, clams for a fucking sweatshirt? No way. 600 clams. I lose hoodies, you know, like uh, my virginity. It's it just fucking <laughs> often. <laughs> yeah, this thing is it's a great sweatshirt, but 600 you get there's the no way you're getting me to do that. No way. Well, let me ask you this. In the quarantine, have you been buying things? Have you been pampering yourself at all? I I've I've made some splurges. I had some I had a big one. I had a big one. I bought an iPad early on in the, in the quarantine. Uh, and that was a big Probably one. Less than the fucking sweatshirt. <laughs> it was. It wasn't that far off, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, so I bought myself an iPad, and I've bought myself things here and there. But lately, because I moved into this new place, um, I haven't bought any new new stuff really because I, I my rent is higher than it was. Mm, yeah, that's and I'm idea. you know I'm, we're we're working. But I got the un- unemployment and, and off the books comedy is not you know. It's not, I'm not flourishing, you know, it's that kind right, of thing. So, right, right. so I, uh, oh, we should say this. I forgot to mention this up front. Uh, guys, the thing you've been waiting for. Oh, my God. How did we forget? For the podcast will 
This will be the episode where this, you this hear is the it. announcement. It's here. It's finally here. Stay till the end of the episode so you can hear the big the, announcement. The, for the big podcast. news. The big news. <laughs> yeah, you had, to, you had to get the big announcement. <laughs> oh, the big announcement. Oh, the big announcement. Ah. Uh, yeah, everybody, hang tight. And uh, why wouldn't you anyway? You're not going anywhere. You're here because you like the Dutch and the Cool Breeze. So it's <laughs> only going to uh, be a huge payoff at the end. But yeah, to get back to, I've been buying home improvements because I've been here so much. Well, like sconces? What have you been buying? No, like just some more like cookware. I bought uh, some more wall furnishings just to decorate the place a little more. Just because if I got to be here, I'm going to make it nice to look at and I want to be comfortable. And, you know, I'm planning on my big purchase is going to be the new couch. That's instead that's of biggie. moving. That's a big. I want to buy the new couch, but getting you have a good you have a good couch setup because you got the uh, sectional. They call it. Yeah, right? I got Where the like, L. That's a great. That's I know. A, that's like I'm the ready best. to send this couch to L. <laughs> worn and brutal, and oh, I feel like it's diseased. And but, dude, I did buy. I I I did buy some cookware during the quarantine as well. Yeah, it's I bought, important. I've been I cooking myself. Yeah, I bought myself a grill pan. I bought myself an egg, basically an omelet pan, but I just make eggs in it. You and got a nice whisk? Let me ask you that. I got a good whisk now. I got a new whisk. It's, it's tinier. Oh, and it's got the. It's a rubber whisk, and it it, it kind of it, it goes. Uh, it's a it's Again, pretty quality. About it. <laughs> I love cookware, man. I get it. I get it. Like if I was actual like really good cook, I that's the thing I would splurge on is like the hundred dollar knife and the you know like the the big stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy, uh, your buddy too, our, he runs Comedy Central Radio. Sweet, sweet Jacob Patat. He is a uh, cookware fiend. He gets oh. excited like nobody I've ever seen. He goes, buddy, he's like, hey, I got a new knife, and man, he loves that shit. Is he, he's like an, he's epi- for him. Epicurean, I think they would call it, don't they? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Epicurean. I think that's somebody who's really interested in cooking. Okay, I like it. Yeah, uh, SAT word there for you, Andrew. This was. Uh, I was laughing at this the other day. When we, so we were. Uh, I don't know. Last week we took a stroll through Astoria Park, and uh, we had a lot of Astoria Park activity this week. And we were walking by that restaurant with outdoor seating, and there was an old gentleman, and he just went to us. He goes, "Look at this, the Smith Brothers." Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I and I caught, didn't know the reference. And you, you caught, caught I did know the reference. Uh, you caught what he said. I didn't catch what he said. Oh, I okay. Because I, I had no he idea. Was, I, I what thought he, he meant. said like beards or something or sweatshirts or I, I don't know what he thought he said. And then you walk by and you go, you like the Smith brothers. And I'm like, Oh, know, and for Kevin people and Frank, people I don't know. who don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, Frank Smith and Kevin. I had no idea what it was either until you showed me. Seton and Kevin. That's the two Smith brothers. <laughs> um, for, for those of you who know who the Seton. Smith brothers are, and a lot of people listening might know what it is already. It's, and I had to tell Andy, which I'm shocked you didn't have these as a kid. They were like these old timey cough drops that you would buy. Well, what the kind reason of kid is that? But here's the thing because they weren't freaking cough drops they were basically just cherry uh-huh. candies uh-huh. so i used to eat them as can they weren't they were they had no methyl, <laughs> uh, what do they call it methyleptus um eucalyptus. eucalyptus in them there was no menthol flavor there was nothing like that i mean uh, yeah i wasn't an eight-year-old walking around with an old smoker's cough i didn't eat <laughs> cough drop. i never had 
<laughs> they were basically lozenges. Like they were like, I see. which is a very old fashioned word too. I feel like. Yeah. Those weren't my candies. I didn't like uh, the sucking candies. I, I uh, had some hard candy in there, but I like, cho- the chocolate bar. I like the chocolate bar. I liked your traditional candy bars. Give me a Snickers, a Milky way. Give me a Charleston shoe, throw that in the fridge for a day. And then you're having a great time. Uh, Charleston shows fantastic. I'll just tell you this: nobody's giving out uh, Smith Brothers cough lozenges on, on <laughs> Halloween where I come from. So I don't know. That did, nobody did that by us either. But I'm just saying that there was times I went and got Smith Brothers cough drops because I liked the taste of the cough drops. Well, I mean, I was amazed and, you knew the reference. And and also, somebody's got a pull to just be like, "Look at you, hey, it's the Smith Brothers." I mean, uh, it was I was mind boggled. I was like, buddy, you should just be dead at this. Like, just be dead. <laughs> he goes, I knew like, the Smith brothers, Tommy and Ralph. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the picture, watch. If you do, Google it right I, now. I did. I looked it up, and it's oh, accurate. Yeah. It was a gag. And it how it's laugh. very old-timey, right? It's yeah, super old-timey. Yeah, it's from the yeah. 20s. Yeah, we look like we were uh, designing airplanes, you know? <laughs> yeah, they probably hung out with the Wright brothers. Right, Smith brothers. right. They're like, good luck with your right. flying machine. Sure we're going to make some cash selling some <laughs> cough drops. I just I said right unintentionally a bad I made an un, oh, unintentional bad pun. Dude, my, my mom did this. I didn't even mean to do that. My mom did this the other day. So my mom, I was out in New Jersey. It was it would have been my dad's birthday this week. My dad would have turned ninety seven this week. So we went. Wow. Uh, we his gravestone was finally uh, ready and finished. So we went over and we said hey to him on his birthday and uh, very nice. And on the. the the way back, my mom was like, all right, I gotta st- I'll drop you off. And I got to go stop at the store. And so on her way home, she goes, Andy, you're never going to guess what happened. I go, what? She goes, I hit a bear. <laughs> I swear up. to God. Well, in her area in North Jersey, there's a lot of black bears. They're, they're- like, a, like a chubby gay dude or like an actual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she a goes, muscular, there's, a, there's a piece a of muscular gay gentleman in the street. <laughs> there's chains of leather caught in my grill. Was it one of the Smith brothers? Because they look like bears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, she goes, uh, she goes, he came out of nowhere. I was turning onto our streets. She goes, I wasn't going very fast, but I clipped him. I, and he stumbled and, you know, took a few somersaults and then ran off. So I don't think she but, killed him, but she, oh. she was a little, she was like, I hope he's okay. I go, he's fine. They're bears. You know, what, she's probably doing 25 tops. You're fine. Wait, so 20, 25 would kill a bear, I think. No, not a big black bear like that. So, wait, so she hit the bear? He was coming in the middle of the street? She, you know, they run across the street. She was, he was running across the street, and she thinks she hit him on the side. Have you seen turning. that happen? I haven't seen anybody hit a bear before, but I have seen uh, a dead bear on the side of the road. No way. Yeah, because they try and cross the the highway, not the highway, but it's a it's a decently busy road. That's crazy. And if you're uh, if you're if you're daydream if you're a bear just daydreaming about uh, picnic baskets and you don't look both <laughs> ways, you might get clipped by Marianne Fiore. But I thought, yeah, yeah, watch out for Mary <laughs> I thought that bears, they don't go near where there's people. Like they, you know what I'm saying? Like they're so, not. So many gay jokes to be made. <laughs> <laughs> not from the footage I've seen. Where, where'd you hit him outside? A dance club? Where was the, where was, the was, it, was it Ramrods? Is there a um, no, well, I've been driving in my uh, my parents' neighborhood before, and I, one time I was driving home. I got to break a breakfast sandwich. I looked in my rearview mirror, and I saw one dart across the street. They are gentrifying that neighborhood. Now. Like, 
they're uh, they're making their way into the more uh, residential funny. areas. I think that's funny. <laughs> the next gentrification is not white people. It's 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 wildlife. It's just, yeah. it's just it's like you know, we're doing great until these freaking storks started moving in over here. Right. Fucking, I've never seen as many babies. Raising the rent with these with these leopards are really really upping the rent in my neighborhood. But you're but you're like from the suburbs. But that's, I guess that's pretty rural. That uh, you well, you're, you're going to be out there next week. You'll see. It's it's pretty woodsy. It's very you know. It's not it's not what your idea of like a developed suburban neighborhood would be. It's a yeah. little more spaced out, and there's a lot of. A uh, little, a lot of good bear terrain out there. So I think once you'll see it, you'll understand. You'll be like, "Oh, this makes more sense." Um, yeah, I think that's what a lot of suburbs are. I'm starting to realize more and more the suburbs that I'm from was basically like Queens adjacent. Right. Like right. my my suburb was really packed. Like I've, I, the first time I realized that is when I went to my my ex wife's area where she's from. Uh, she's from like New England, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, all the houses are like you know." an acre apart. Like they're like, you know, they're not, it's not on top of each other. Like they have, like people have like land out there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And in Long Island, it's depending on where you are, you're right, right tight next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, we got a little space between, uh, uh backyards here, which is nice. So she, so the bear was okay. So the, no, no bears were hurt in the making of this podcast. Yeah. She barely hit him. Oh, <laughs> dude. We might have to end. We might just have to end the show what forever. A podcast, dude. Did, did she actually hit a bear? And did, or yes, did you just, of course. No, no. Just no. Tell I the story. I didn't just so you can say that. I didn't fill that up just so I could say that. No, she absolutely did. She had a little scuff mark on her like right fender. I'm not kidding at all. Did it have bear fur on it? I, not that I saw. There's no fur. Was she freaked out, or was she like? She was a little was like. That? I hope he, she was more concerned that she didn't kill it. Right. Yeah. I saw what I'd be, yeah. you know, and I was like, yeah, I'm sure he's fine. She goes, she was like, she, I, she, I told her, I go, the way you're talking, yeah, I'm not going to turn you into the cops. You know, she's yeah, like, yeah. I promise I wasn't speeding or anything. He just kind of came out of nowhere. I go, relax. Dude. Like, Here's the deal. You came to pick me up. I came to pick <laughs> you up. I got, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm interrogating her. I go, I don't know. The story smells. It smells real bad. <laughs> Mary and Fury's on the lamb right now. Oh yeah, she's on the lamb from hitting the bear. <laughs> I knew you'd do that. I knew you. I can't do that. stay away from. <laughs> but um, uh, well, yeah, so shout out to the bear, man. Like we hope the bear's okay. You know. Yeah. It, it, you know. I told you this before. I was sitting in my uh, parents' basement uh, a couple years ago, minding my own, watching the telly, and this is when their dog was alive, and it was like a summer day. And the way my parents' basement works is there's a uh, window that peers right into the backyard where, like, the dog used to run around and the dog used to go into the side door in the kitchen. So you'd see her run by the window and not think anything of it. And I'm watching TV, and I see something go by that window out of the corner of my eye, and I go, that didn't look like a golden retriever. <laughs> and I walked it's up. It's like Jaws, but a backyard. <laughs> right, right. I walked up uh, into the kitchen, and my mom keeps, like, a side door open. You'll see it. And, uh, you know, in the summertime, she's, it's got the screen door. She's yeah. got the, the, the regular door open, but the screen door is closed. And I, I, just, I see a baby brown bear or black bear just peeking his head in, checking out the scene, <gasps> checking into out the, the vibes. Into the house or just into On the our house? porch. At the screen door, looking into our kitchen. So what'd you do? Just yell and scream? Well, yeah, I yelled to my my dad was in the yard working, and the dog was out there too. I go, Dad, there's a 
fucking bear in the yard. And as soon as I yelled, it ran off. It was a baby. And it it was a cub. Oh, my God. And then I ran out onto our deck, and he, like, ran down into the people who live behind us. And I, I lost him. But, yeah, there's bears all around there, man. Wow, that's crazy. Maybe, maybe when I come out there, I'll see one. Maybe. That'd be kind of nuts. I feel like well, bears stay away for the most part. Maybe. Um, well, the it's the I th- it's the garbage nights. I think you're probably it, they they just they're looking for food. Looking for food, yeah. That's but, crazy, dude. Yeah, I, I'm um, sorry, sorry to bore you with the. No, the sorry, no. I, well, I'll explain why I'm yawning because <laughs> I. Uh, well, as you know, today we wanted Andy to come play tennis with us. I know our pal. We Carmen. played. Me, me, Andy, and Carmen, we all went to Very play funny tennis. comic in, in her own right, if you don't know her. Check She's her. hilarious. She's so funny. So funny. And then last weekend, we went and we played uh, tennis against the wall because all the courts in Astoria were taken. Yeah. It was well, like this I weird mean, setup. We went on a Sunday at noon. Yeah. It was like peak. It was like peak time. <laughs> Thinking we would just walk right up. But, yeah, it was uh, just as good, I thought, because we all hadn't admittedly played in a while. Yeah, so just I'm the warm up on years, the yeah. wall back and forth was good, and you can get a little volley going. You uh, can, other person. But we went. Me, we were going today. Me and her, you couldn't go. I couldn't make it. I was. Uh, um, we are going. We went today, and we played for a while, and I'm exhausted from playing. <laughs> it wears you out, man. It's good exercise. It's good exercise, and we were playing. My biggest. We had to play in the middle court of these three. This three oh, court setup. You don't want the middle. Well, that's the thing. Like I, I was so worried. We actually did. I have to say, we did pretty well considering the ball only jumped over maybe three times. Like it wasn't that. Like jumped over the other people playing. Like, and every, there was there was one. I, yeah. there was, everybody else was way better than us. Like you know, it was like that kind of thing where they were like properly hitting the ball in the correct form and everything. You know, and then we were like, sorry, 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 like, you know, like hitting the net. We were get, we would get a volley going. Go, we didn't do that. Badly, considering. That's good. Did you keep yeah. score? Did you play a game? No, no. I that, that's one thing I brought up to Carmen. I go, you realize we didn't even mention keeping score because we just both <laughs> knew that shouldn't be a thing that happened. There's no point. I just want to learn how to actually hit the ball properly before I'm keeping score. Yeah, like it's like it's so stupid to like be like, oh yeah, we're gonna have a competition, and I barely know how to play the sport. You know, it's like so yeah, stupid. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we went on Sunday, and after that, I. I twisted an ankle or something i wrenched it or, or tweaked it or pulled it or something because it was aching all night into monday and i did a good job of elevating it i think it was just because i'm wearing my stupid walking sneakers casual canvas new yeah. with them running around and they give me zero ankle support well, uh, carmen jammed her ankle today and then we were sitting there going we're all we're so old which yeah old. i know but like, i came home I immediately bought a uh, a pair of tennis sneakers. I go, I'm going to become a tennis professional now. I bought like a $120 pair of fucking New Balances. I'm very loyal to the New Balance. New Balance, if you want to sponsor, we've got a big announcement at the end of the show, so get in touch with our new producers. And, uh, and we're, we're both a- tennis. You got uh, the new Djokovic and Federer over here. Yeah, especially me. You know, I'm just all over the court. I'm just fucking just spiking it. Spiking uh, it, baby. I think you'll be happy to know since last week I talked to you, got the blood work back. The kid's looking tip top, baby. 
I'll like tell how you, you said that. I don't think you brought it up on the podcast. So I did. I think I did last week. I was at the oh, you did. Was, just because you wait on that blood work, and you know, in the back of your mind, you're just going, "What if?" You start thinking about every fucking everything. Late night, you went home with some piece of shit. And, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I remember more me than you, but you, know, <laughs> you just start thinking like. Admittedly, it had been a long time since I had any sort of STD test or blood work done. So not yeah. only was I on the fence, he's out riding fences. I was on the fence thinking about all the blood work sexually. I'm also 41. So I'm thinking about, oh, my, I got to get the fatty lipids and the you know, homonyms and all this stuff that's, you know, in the insides of the pre-diabetes and hypertension and all that stuff. Right, right. And, exactly. Uh, it all came back on like Sunday night. I was sitting there at my mom's house and I got all the results in the first one of them. Of course, I opened HIV first. I go, come on. No yeah. hammies, you know. That's and, a rough one. Uh, so we're all good. Everything was clean. And then I got a note from my nurse, the doctor. He looked at it. He said, everything's within the normal range. So, uh, and, the, I, and the nurse said, Andy, call had, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought I had diabetes. I thought I had, you know, hypertension and all this stuff. It's just such a relief. And I don't know why, like, it's just mentally, I put that stuff off longer than I probably should have. But then you get the, the clean bill of health and you really go, all right, things aren't as bad as I thought. And it's, you know, then I ate a full pizza. So <laughs> it's just well, a relief, man, you know. Well, I'll tell you right now, Dimwood Nation is so grateful that you're okay, Andy. Yeah, we're going to have two and a half more years of healthy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> why, is that when you're supposed to get blood work done every two and a half years? No, I was just handicapping the rest of my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I give myself two and a half years. 2.5 over under. Uh, I actually watched something this week. Uh, I rewatched something, and it's, uh, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, you're going to know I'm a fan of this guy. Um, can you, can you, you know who it is, Andy? It was uh, one of his given movies. me zero hints. Well, I'm, I think he's underrated. I mentioned it multiple times in the podcast. Uh, and this is one of those movies and where also the guy who wrote it, the guy who wrote it is, I'm realizing anytime, the guy who wrote this movie, anytime one of his movies is on streaming and I turn it on, I think I'm only going to watch about a half hour and I end up watching the whole thing no matter what. Newer? Uh, no, no, no. This is from like 10 years ago, this movie, but but... Uh, this movie that I watched was from like maybe 2011 or so. I don't know. Was it the director slash writer, whoever's uh, first film? No, it was not. Um, give me a, give me something I can. Uh, he used here. to I be mean, a. He used. If you, you'll know one fact. He directed a famous music video. Oh. I uh, think you know this fact about him. Was it McGee? No, that's a good <laughs> guess though. Uh, oh, no, I don't think I've ever described McGee as underrated. All <laughs> like, right. I, the guy who made Charlie's Angels is a auteur <laughs> of film. Uh, I think knowing you, I'm, I'm going to say maybe uh, 2011. And I think uh, I can't come up with I the director. I know the name. Um, hmm. uh, is, it, is it her? No, it's a him. The director is a him. No, it was the movie. Oh, her, her. the movie? No, 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 it's not. But is it the same? Is it Spike Owen? Is Spike, Spike Jones? Jones? No, it's not. Oh, that was my guess of the director because okay. music video. I'll just tell you what it is. It's uh, David Fincher. Oh, what video did he direct? He directed the uh, the, the Janie's Got a Gun video from Aerosmith oh, back in the day. Dude, what? 
Famous videos? That's a famous video. I wouldn't put that how, the in the top 10 videos of all time. You don't think Janie's Got a Gun is a famous music video from the When 80s? you said directed a famous video, I went to Spike Jones. Like, that's, you know, the Christopher this Walken. later. I didn't say what year it was. Well, I know, but I was thinking around 2011. So what did David Fincher do? In, was it, he didn't do Zodiac, did he? Social Network. What year was Social Network? Oh, Social Network. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, 2010, right. 2011. Yeah. You watched it again? I watched it again. <laughs> you love it. Well, I, I, I've only watched it maybe a couple, maybe a couple times before. It's probably my third you time. You talk about it a lot. Well, I'll tell you, Aaron Sorkin is, I was talking to St. Germain about Aaron Sorkin, and, he, and he's like, I, sometimes I love him, sometimes he infuriates me with certain things that he does, like Sunset Strip, that show that he did, whatever it is. Yeah, but, but I mean, West Wing is, I love. West Wing's great. But the guy, like, He's almost David Mamet like with his the pacing of his writing is so uh, very much so. I'm sitting there going, it's so got to be so hard to get to that point where he was doing that, where you every, how naturally you can make these things like he he the way he writes is like three steps ahead of how I other movies other movies are so direct and then the narrative is clear and and then. Like he's doing the thing where you're filling in like that type of writing where you're, you're filling in the blanks with your brain. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, he's almost like they're not, he's not bothering with simple phrases. Every word counts. Basically there's a lot of word economy in his scripts. Yeah. And, and tone is achieved really well with that type of writing. Like that might be the best thing that Jesse Eisenberg has done. I think I, right. Yeah, it's perfect for his personality. Like, no, yeah, yeah, it great. definitely fits his personality. I uh, I very much enjoy the Zombie Land movies, the first and the no, they're great. But it's not, but yeah, I think I he's so I think he's really good in this playing like Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think? You, so you think it got robbed on the Oscars in in twenty ten or eleven, whatever? Well, yeah, but I forget what it was up against. It I lost. Think, to I, the, I, it lost to the King's Speech, which I love. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really really good movie i think from beginning to end like there's I, that's i was this is what i said to myself i go i'm gonna watch 10 minutes of social network and then flip around on tv and i watched the entire thing straight forward now do you think it was because of the material that it didn't win with oscar voters because it was about facebook and it was about this new oh, thing you that, think that they, they don't they, get yeah they were like this is frivolous or something because the king's speech is you know a perfect pick for the oscar voter you know it's an old yes it's very yeah. and it's great i love the king's speech i really do it's a great movie and i i honestly don't have any problem with that because i'm not I, like well, i don't I love love the social network i think it's fine but i mean it doesn't you know really scratch that itch for me that badly. Well, I just think that the, there's a lot of great scenes in it. And, and even, even Andrew Garfield, who I'm not a fan of, He's good. Is, is good in social network. Yeah. I don't like him as Spider-Man. I don't like nah, him in other things. Uh, but he's, he's good in social network. And, and, and it's got to be, he's fits, he fits the role well. Like, and then on top of it, it's the writing. The writing is so fucking Great this, writing. This yogurt is so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so hey, that's I appreciate I you not use curse words in front of my kid. <laughs> um, so watching it again just made me like it even more. Like I, I, you know, you do a rewatch sometimes. You're like, this thing is not holding up. This, you know, because even now it's even like it, it's weird. Like I, I will say about the context of it and and the topic. Oh. What I'm looking up the uh, com- competition that year. It was up against some stiff ones. What was up against? Uh, well, you know how they expanded it to 10 
I think maybe starting that was that year, maybe in 2010 or thereabouts oh, they did was, this is wow, one of those which i don't like that long ago. you get movies that shouldn't be nominated nominated but this was a big year the king's speech 127 hours black swan the fighter inception the kids are all right social network toy story 3 what, what are you doing in there toy story 3 true grit and winner's bone that's some that's a good year true grit does not did not deserve it i'll say you can black throw swan grit out black swan you don't throw out black swan toy story 3 it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best director nominees were Tom Hooper, King's Speech, Darren Aronofsky, Black Swan, David O. Russell, The Fighter, Fincher Network, and The Coens for True Grit. But eh, the, True Grit's not that great. The Fighter. No, True Grit's not that good. And I, you the, know, you know, we love The Coens. Yeah, The Fighter is good, uh, but it, I don't think it should have won. Yeah, I, I'm not as big a David O. Russell fan as a lot of people out there. I love Three Kings. I like The Fighter a lot. There's movies that he has that I like. Silver Linings Playbook. That's not Fine. him. That's that's. Is that him? That's yeah, him, right? him. Joy is him. They're okay. They're I didn't enjoyable. See Joy. Like I don't. Yeah. yeah whatever. Um, I got in an argument with somebody about Richard Linklater this uh, this past week. I what, go. He is one of the fucking overrated. I love Days and Confused, but beyond that, what a bunch of stinkers. Well, Ugh. remember we were shocked to see that Days and Confused. I think we talked about this is on Quentin Tarantino's list of all-time greatest movies. It's a great, great movie. It's perfectly yeah. acted, it's perfectly written, and it's... It captures that time period really Perfect. Well. I mean, if you didn't want to be a part of that gang and just live that weekend of high school life in Texas in the 70s, I mean, come on. I wished I was a part of that. So many times when I was watching that in high school, I was going, why couldn't I grow up like that? It was Yeah, crazy. it was a really cool, uh, really cool scenario. But, but he the, uh, flops, man. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He, is he before sunrise and sunset guy? Um, uh, I can't remember to be honest. I don't seek him out. I don't like, think so. I, I, I never watched Boyhood, and then and people. Oh were God! What a boring! What a bore that was, dude. People were raving about it when it first came out, and now there's like more of a backlash on it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I guess he did do those before sunrise and sunset movies, but yeah, they fucking stink. He did. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. You got off on a tangent there on the on the link. But my point being is, I rewatched Social Network. It's like you could have given it to Social Network, and, and honestly, uh, the Best Picture, I, I wouldn't have flinched. Like I, I it's it's a oh, quality no, yeah. movie. A lot of those could, some of those could have won. Black Swan was great. And you know how much I love David Fincher. I love Gone Girl. Zodiac, I think, love is one Finch. of the most underrated movies of all time. Zodiac yeah. is a awesome freaking movie. I, I don't. I disagree with Zodiac. I think it's a little boring. What? It's a little no long. No way. It drags on. No way. <laughs> like, I, all my opinions are immediately wrong. <laughs> no, they, I was watching I, right before we logged on. I was I caught like the last twenty minutes of Mother. Did you ever see that? Speaking of Aaron, no, because I heard it's really fucked up. It's pretty wacky. Uh, it's a whole parable, you know. Like if, I'm, I won't give yeah. it away if you haven't seen it, but it's a once you figure it out, twenty minutes in, you go, I see what they're doing. It's interesting. He's an odd duck. That uh, DA. Uh, Darren or not? Yeah, he is an odd guy. The by like he did Black Swan as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's why it reminded me. Right, Black Swan is really great. Great, really, really great. Great. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Requiem is what it is. Pi is a fucking weird, you know, kind of NYU film studenty kind of thing. But yeah. I like his movies generally overall. So 
Uh, Andy, I think that's about that time. What do you say? Oh, my goodness gracious. Heloise. Well, first off, I'd like to, I really would like to apologize to everybody for this taking, what was it, Andy? I mean, four and a half years. We, I put a kid through college before (laughs) and after we said this announcement. <laughs> the bear Marianne Fury had died before we had. Yeah, yeah he's, his cubs are our you know, <laughs> grandchildren. But, uh, uh, so, before guys, we to, before we get to the big news, we should. Yeah. Do, I was going to do our shows next week. We got a couple co headliners. Yes, let's do that first. Yes. Because we want you guys to get out to there. Uh, this is just, you keep teasing them. This is just good, good radio. Uh, Next week, uh, you'll be hearing this on Friday. So we will be at Morris Plains, New Jersey, at the Dojo at Tiff's Restaurant. It's a super fun show. I've headlined it there before. Friday, October 16th, Morris Plains, New Jersey. Go to tiffscomedy.com. It's an outdoor patio show. It's great. It's got an awning. So whatever the weather is, it should, looks to be beautiful. You get some nice fall outdoor shows. Uh, tiffscomedy.com for that one. That's uh, Shawnee. I'm going to give him the old... Marstown uh, finest. We're going to go to some restaurants and eat some Taylor ham. So that's a local show. So North Jersey peeps come out to that one on Friday. And then on Saturday, the very next day, Saturday, October 17th, we are in Shamong. We got to figure out how to pronounce this town. Shamong. Shamong. Shamong, I think. Yeah. S H A M O N G. Yeah. Shamong. It sounds like an MJ quote, you know? Yeah, it does. Shamong. So we're going, uh, our old pal Soul Jill has set up a show in uh, Shamong, New Jersey. Um, follow uh, us on uh, at Andy Fiore and at Shawnee Time for, on all the socials. Oh, it all gets posted there and you'll figure it out. But we got a back-to-back two-nighter where you're going to get each of us for about a half hour each and we'll bring some friends and have some fun openers with us. So those are two fun shows. We got North Jersey and South Jersey. We got the state covered, baby. Now. Yeah. It, uh, Shawnee, this was your baby from the beginning, so <laughs> you you make the big announcement. Well, so as you know, we're always looking to improve the podcast and 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 absolutely give you guys the best quality thing that we can that we can muster and we can we can do. And after a, lo- a long process, we're really happy to announce that we're going to be joining the Laugh Button Network uh, as soon as next week. So we are. We could 16th. not be more October sixteenth. Um, we could not be more excited about it. Uh, it. What this means, you might be saying, Sean, Andy, Dutch, Coolbreeze. What does this even mean for the podcast? And what it means is, it means more episodes. It, it means the Patreon will start up again. It means content. It means videograms. It means audiograms. It means. Yeah. Uh, it means live episodes. Uh, all the Dutch and Cool Breeze you can handle. It's, all it's, the we're Dutch joining cool a, we're handle. joining a professional uh, pro- professional outlet here. Uh, you know, it's it's Bobby Kelly was kind enough to you know he loves us and he brought us in and we're uh, we're gonna have a, a new producer and we're joining you know Lewis Black the Rad Dude Cast guys uh, Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer our buddies uh, Adam Farr they a bunch of Chip Chipperson podcast all this you know Bonnie and Rich the white my wife hates me. We're joining yeah. a great network and it's all the old stuff is going to be archived over there, but it's just, uh, it, the quality is going to step up. We're going to give you some more content and, uh, it had just been taking us a while to finalize things. And then obviously COVID happened that delayed things even more, Yes, but we're really excited. And, uh, a week from today, then you're hearing this October 16th, uh, our new, uh, no, nothing really is going to be new. You're going to get the same old. Uh, Sean and Andy, but but, but then more of us, more, more episodes of the podcast. 
So, uh, yeah, we're super excited. We're working with their uh, team over there. And uh, everybody's been great, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, they're going to be able to, you know, hopefully when all this stuff gets lifted, we're going to get some maybe some video, and we when we're yes. back in the studio together, you know, this is Zoom thing is has been is what it is, just a way for us to keep the podcast going. But once we can, we're going to get in the studio and we'll be together. We'll have some guests. I mean, I, I miss all that stuff. So it's yeah, absolutely. And and guys, um, now more than ever, please tweet at us, message us, message us on Instagram, message us on whatever. It's at the DYM podcast on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, but send us on IG, send us a message. Let us know what you want to see from the extra content, because we were thinking movie watches. You're going to get live episodes from that. You're going to get yeah. uh, extra regular episodes. What do you want to, what matchups do you want to see? What do you want to see somebody defend? What guests yes. do you want to see? Who did you like on the show that you want to see? This is like a, a breath of fresh air, a, 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 a kind of like a rebirth for the podcast. We're, you're going to see a lot Absolutely. more. You're going to see a lot more from us on that end. And uh, and still, really oh, still for free, it. by the way. It's it's going to be yeah. free. Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get it. Yeah, we're going to have that. And then, right. The, 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 then if we have Patreon, Patreon will be the extra content. Exactly. So, but but yeah. there will be there will, there will be extra content uh, that will be free as well. Yes. We ain't leaving um, behind. Baby. We're not leaving you behind, baby doll. But uh, yes, so you guys. I, I, somebody's listening to this right now and going, that was it? Really? For the last four and a <laughs> well, half? The, the real announcement is that expect way more from us yeah. and expect us to, uh, and we also want to hear from you guys, and we always love interacting with you. And, uh, the, and maybe the, you'll the, discover some other of our friends' podcasts in the network. Exactly. The and, and then and maybe we'll be discovered on their podcast. You know, that, it's like that kind of thing. We just want the whole thing to flourish. We want everything to everybody to, to thrive on on this, in this situation, and, and we're really, really excited about it. And I just, the company itself, the that I like the people that we're associated with. And I've always liked, it was formerly Riotcast, And then these guys yep. partnered up and uh, you couldn't ask for better people to work with because um, it's, there's no, there's no, you, you know what bullshit goes on. There's no bullshit. There's no absolute bullshit. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so we're really, really excited. Thank you guys so much for the listening you've done already and, and the messages you've sent and, uh, just being, being, being in the dimwit nation. The dimwit nation uh, is getting it, bigger and bigger. It's just going to get, we're going to, we're going to take over the proud boys. We're going to, we're going to murder all the proud <laughs> yeah. boys. We're going to get them. We'll get you, Proud Boys. Proud Boys versus Dimwit Nation. I'll take the Dimwits any day of the week. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take Dimwit Nation over Proud Boys any day. (laughs) Uh, But thank you guys again. Thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, Like I said, contact us. We have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. Uh, Also, rate, review, uh, subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. More important with the move more than ever. These reviews are so important right now because – that leads to more listens and more fans and more content and, and, and bigger, 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 bigger. So yeah. thank you guys again. And we'll see you next week. And then, and very soon you'll, it'll yeah, be laugh, come on laugh, out. laugh button uh, network presents the, the DYM podcast. Thank you guys Woo-hoo. again. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.